All right, welcome to the Orange Boy Inquiry, where three boys talk about movies that they like and also enjoy the color orange. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Blind. Are you sick and tired of online dating? Are you sick of making judgments purely based on the looks of a person or the things that they say about themselves in their bio while looking for that special someone? Then Blind is the app for you. It's the only dating app with no photos or bios. Now you can feel like you're truly falling in love instead of falling into superficial relationships you get with other dating apps. Studies have shown that blind people have more successful and fulfilling relationships because they don't judge their potential partner based on superficialities like physical looks. On blind, we aim to simulate the blind dating experience. You can record five one-and-a-half-second audio clips to give a basic idea of what your voice sounds like. (laughs) Messaging is all through Morse code to ensure that your conversations are auditory and direct. (laughs) Download Blind today and enter promo code BLINDORANGEBOY to get a 50% discount on a yearly subscription, which includes includes (laughs) herd receipts in messaging. And a weekly mail-out <laughs> newsletter printed in Braille. And remember, <laughs> remember, love is blind. Okay, so... Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. Like was stated before, we are three boys who like the color orange and like to talk about movies. Um, today's topic I am especially excited about. Um, uh, first of all, this is, this is exciting because we get to do this whole podcast remotely uh, from different parts of Utah. So it's pretty fun uh, that we get to be able to stay in contact with each other like this. Um, and this is something that we three have talked about many times before, but never in a podcast format, which is why I'm excited about today. Um, so the topic for the day is the Star Wars prequel. No, not prequel, sequel trilogy. Sequels. Um, I know, I know. (laughs) Oh yeah. Sorry. (laughs) We got Jared, we got Niall. And Lucas. And yeah, Lucas, great. Right. So we're still going great. We're, we're working on the professionalism <laughs> still. Um, but I know that we've all got pretty strong feelings one way or the other towards the sequels. Uh, so yeah. first of all, just to kind of start it off, uh, because I know things might get a little hairy. Um, what what are some things what are some things that you guys like about the sequel trilogy? Right. I love the cast. First of all, I think I think pretty much everybody they cast is is great for the role they play. I mean, I'm not a fan of these movies. I, I love the seventh one. Uh, I think we'll get into it a little more. But I think overall, the the cast, the music, the direction, like I think all of those are are really good. Uh, I think most of my issues come with the script. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think they're still true to the space adventure that you know, we know and love. So, yeah, I agree with that about the cast. I think they all perform their roles very well. Um, I think that the visual effects in these three are great as well. I just rewatched them this last week and especially episode nine, that really had some cool effects. They had some really cool ideas 
that they were able to put in that movie that I think worked really well. But I also agree with Jared in the fact that I think the biggest downfall of these three movies are the writing. Yeah, I I um, would basically just agree. A lot of it for me is visual. Um, there's a lot of really cool visual storytelling, especially with Seven, where you watch it and you feel like you're watching the original trilogy yeah amen you know yeah and so i i really love that and also all of the cinematography in eight and nine is is beautiful as well yeah um i i would agree my my what i think was the biggest downfall was just kind of the lack of a road map you know the the writing just felt pretty disjointed between the three movies and it um it shows yes for sure um but uh, with with that being stated, I think uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's I I would say that I my prediction is that of the three of us, I have the most positive view of the sequel trilogy. I think that's true. Probably, probably but we'll see. Yeah. yeah, let's let's get into this, we'll boy. Let's I, get into like, it. Like this Lucas, is... I did also watch all three of the sequels this week. I actually watched all three of them in one day. Wow, um, that is yeah, way so, too much uh, time on your hands. Yeah, I, well, it was a it was a off class day. So oh, nice. yeah, I will I will note for everybody listening. I haven't seen eight or nine since it released in theaters. I just have had no interest in watching either of those movies again. Wait, you haven't seen eight in like three years? <laughs> no, but I have watched seven actually quite a bit. I do like that one a lot. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Well, so... we've we've all come with some questions yes. prepared. Um. So, who who is it that's going first? I've you are drawn right. a blank. You, am my I draw, liege. Am I going? Oh, right, because I'm captain of this episode. Yeah, Niall chose right. this this theme for the week. So, so I um. I just was worried that we weren't going to be talking about eight enough today. And so my question is very general and it is, what is your opinion of eight and why? Because okay. I feel like this, I feel like this movie was really divisive. Yes. Know? And right. so I want to, I want to see what you guys think. Yeah. So eight, 100% is my least favorite of the three. <laughs> I think it's maybe my least favorite Star Wars movie that has ever come out. Wow, um, that is I a bold statement. <laughs> I think the pacing of this movie is just horrendous. I think the structure of it, just going from point A to point B, and they're just cruising along in their cruiser this whole time, just it doesn't make for a very compelling story, I think. You know, everything right. else, the time is, it's very like, you know, which way do we go next? Which way do we go next? And you're jumping from one point to the next. But this one, it's just a straight line, very slow. Everything's built around this, like, chase. This is air quotations for those who can't see. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so slow going in a line. And I I don't know. I feel like another thing is it, it took the seventh movie and it just kind of tossed it over its shoulder like Luke Skywalker tossed his lightsaber over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just... I don't know. It has the most unnecessary storyline of them all with the new Jar Jar Binks of the series, Rose. <laughs> Rose. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> anyway, I, I think you can tell I really don't like these ones, and I think uh, it was it should not have been made. Uh, <laughs> let's get to Lucas. <laughs> okay. Okay, I 
overall, okay, I like this one. All right, <laughs> but I don't. It does not belong in this trilogy. Like, if this was uh, not okay. episode eight, I think it would be much better. If this was just like a separate thing, and these weren't characters that were all like tied together that we knew, I think it would be much better because. Ryan Johnson, the writer and director, said he didn't really know what to do with Finn and Poe. He was just focused on Kylo and um, Rey, which I actually right. really, I loved that part yeah. of the movie. That is my favorite part of the movie, is the, the yeah. Kylo-Rey yeah, dynamic. And like the whole Snoke thing, like I love that part of the movie. But basically everything else is just very hard to like, especially the Finn and Rose side story, because it's completely yeah. pointless. Nothing yeah, comes. Absolutely. As a result of them leaving, going and going to Canto Bight and saving the Fathers and whatever other right. bull crap they do, it's just so no, meaningless. No, but she, she saves him in the end. The oh yeah, you're right. It was beautiful. <laughs> Literally, that whole story is only there to make sure that Finn fights Phasma at the end. Yeah, yeah, Which really was. Fine. Which even then, yeah, <laughs> and it's like I don't know. I, I'm not as big of a hater of the whole Luke being a depressed hermit thing as other people right. are. I right. think, oh man, I think a lot of the problems that came from this spawned as a result of what happened in episode seven. I think if Luke mm. would have been a part of episode seven, then eight would have been completely different. And I think it goes back to what we were saying a little bit earlier with this whole trilogy overall, not really having one person guiding the ship along. I mean, you had J.J. Abrams direct seven and nine, but Ryan Johnson was able to do whatever the heck he wanted with episode eight. And I really like right. his stuff. I really like what he did on Breaking Bad. I like Knives Out a lot. And I like episode yeah. eight overall, but I think it just does not fit into this universe and just this trilogy. And I'm, I'm excited for him to get more Star Wars because it's going to be completely yeah. separate. I think that's yeah. going to be way better than what he had to do with this. Right, because he's, he's writing and directing a trilogy. Correct. For, for, our, for our listeners who aren't aware. Um, and I'm stoked about it. I, personally, I um, loved Eight when I saw it. Yeah. In theaters, oh, yeah. I, I saw it. Ooh. I saw it a bunch of times in theaters, and I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Yeah. Um, but then I hadn't watched it again until this week, since basically the couple of months after it had come out, and I was nervous to watch it again because I was scared that I would. I tend to really like movies when I see them in theaters, like Justice League. Yeah. Um, likewise. And then, and then the next week, I'm like, oh no, that was actually terrible. Um, and so. I I was nervous to go back and watch this one. But mm. when I did, I re-fell in love with it. I just, I love almost every moment of this movie. The stuff on Canto Bite with, with Finn and Rose is annoying and unnecessary. But I do kind of appreciate that little bit of world building. Like, I think that planet is super cool. And the whole concept of the morality of like supplying weaponry to war lords and stuff like right. to both sides of the war I think is really cool. And that would have been um, a cool episode of like the clone wars. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I, exactly. It it's like it, well, right. But for what I what I think is that more than anything I really love the stuff like we were saying between Rey and Kylo. Um their little conversations with each other um 
are are super cool. And then the reveal at the end that Snoke was using Kylo's pull to the light side to draw Rey to him, and it was all Snoke's doing, I think is so, so cool. And then, of course, that fight in his throne room with the Praetorian guards is yes. on another level of Star Very Wars cool. action. Um, and I just love it. One of the things that I was most excited about with this episode, though, is that it set up a wonderful climax. Like, the last movie should have been great. But then they came out with, you know, episode nine, The Emperor's New Groove, and it just... Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, let's, let's focus on eight for right now, because I have a lot more to say about episode nine than I do about episode eight. Right. Same. Right. Same. No worries. But no, I, I, think... I, I will defend until I die that episode eight is a good movie, and I'm yeah, and so I, I... excited to see Ryan Johnson's trilogy. I want to yeah. say I'm very happy you guys did get stuff out of this. You know, I'm not like a movie hater. You know, I love, even if I don't like a movie, if somebody else likes a movie, I think that means that the movie has value. And so right. whenever I hear good things about it, you know, it makes me more accepting of it sure. as a movie and as a part of the, the trilogy. Right. Um, but overall, like, I just, I just am not right. a fan. And I'm glad uh, we have that yeah. perspective. Yeah. Like, so we can cover all the, all the bases. For sure. And I I really like to like movies. I'm generally much more Same. positive when I watch movies. I like to look at, because, you know, it's a guy or a girl or whoever who's putting a lot of time and effort into making this. And I try and look for the good stuff, even when it's not my favorite. Right. And so, like, and there is genuine, like, honestly, the first time that I saw episode eight in theaters, that was, like, one of the coolest theater experiences yeah. that I ever had. It was so awesome. Oh, yeah. I knew nothing about it coming in. I was like, wow, there is some really cool visual stuff. There's some cool... Like, I literally, I went into 8, and I was like, my only expectation is that there are for, force ghosts. And when yeah. Yoda showed up, I was like, cool. <laughs> oh, like, baby. I'm, I'm appeased. Cool. Like, I love... Scene. People will trash on 8 because of the way that Luke was like you know, depressed because he failed and whatever. And I feel like that's... Like, if you put yourself into Luke's shoes, like, I feel yeah. like that is how... Like, if I was in that similar situation, I feel I would have a similar reaction. Yeah, no, it did. totally makes it's, sense. It's superhuman. It, it makes more sense. Like, I get that Luke is, like, the hero of the galaxy and everything, but... <laughs> we, got but some, when, we got some yeah, danger that, going on somewhere. Yeah, yeah, did you hear those sirens? Sorry. <laughs> Some ambulance stuff. <laughs> They're looking to lock me up for my opinions on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do want to talk a little bit because we started inching into nine there on my comments a little bit. Um, and that relates pretty dang well to Jared's question, which yeah. I'm excited yeah. to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Can you bring up so, your question, dude? Yeah, no. So my, my question, this was the big reveal of nine. Yeah. Ray is a Pappleton. Right, she is a Pappleteen. A a <laughs> I always call I'll call him Apple Pappleteen, and oh, I just right. can't say it any other way. She's uh, she's the granddaughter of good old Apple, good old Ugh. Apple Pappleteen. Uh, I wanted Our to favorite. ask you guys: Did this lineage land? <laughs> you, you heard of Granny Smith? <laughs> yeah. You heard of Fuji? <laughs> but have you heard of Apple Pappleteen? A Pappleteen? Apple, Pappleteen. Apple? The most shrivelly apple there is. 
Okay, anyway, I... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Did it work for you? And if it didn't, who would you replace? How would you fix it? So... Lucas. No, not at all. I think this <laughs> is one of the worst parts about episode nine. The worst overall part about episode nine is that they just retconned everything about episode eight. Seven yes. to eight and eight to nine are just completely disjointed. But... Yep. Yeah. The fact, okay, the thing, another thing I loved about episode eight is it made the force way more accessible, way more yeah. just like, cool, all right, like, Broom Boy can have the force, and Ray, who actually doesn't need to be anyone, she's just some random scavenger, like, I loved how she was no one, like, that worked perfectly, Absolutely. all these fan theories and everything like that, it didn't need to end up being anyone special, and Ryan Johnson, also, when he was sitting down writing the script, he was like, we were trying to figure out what would make the most sense and we just determined that it wouldn't make sense for her to be related to anyone, so we decided right. to just have her be no one. Which works really well because it's like, Wonderful. you know, there's always already a, Skywar a Skywalker in the, in the trilogy, right, with um, Ben Solo. And so I don't think you need to add more lineage to this because Rey yeah. works. Like, there, there's nothing that is added by her becoming a Palpatine. She's still a cool character from seven and eight just because she like is a, is a cool character. She doesn't, it's like, Oh, we make her a Palpatine that automatically makes her more accessible and cool. It does yeah. the, it has the, it has an opposite effect. So I think right. they should have just let her be no one. I don't think she needed to be a Skywalker or a Kenobi or a Solo or a Palpatine or a Windu or anything. She, <laughs> she would have been a great Windu. <laughs> I, I heard the Windu theory. Those I thought that theories, was awesome. And just to kind of go back to a little bit to episode seven with this question, I think a lot of the problems overall with this trilogy started with episode seven. Seven is my favorite of the trilogy, but the thing that seven did was set up way too many mystery boxes and just like, ooh, yeah, what's happening agree. here? Because Star Wars has never been about that. Yeah, sure, Darth Vader telling Luke his, he's his father is one of the coolest reveals ever, but that was never really a question in episode four. It wasn't like, oh, right. I wonder if Darth Vader is actually Luke's father or anything like that. That wasn't even <laughs> slightly implied. Yeah. And right. so with episode seven, you have Ray's heritage, you have Snoke's heritage, you have the lightsaber, you have all sorts of crap that is just so unnecessary that makes you think like, oh, it makes, like, I love theorizing just as much as the next guy, but at the end of the day, J.J. Abrams is the king of doing that crap. And so him yeah. doing it in episode seven made it so the other two ended up being super disjointed. And I think right. it just didn't need it. And so I think in response to Jared's question, just leave her as a no one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be pretty brief on my answer because I wholeheartedly agree with everything that Lucas just said. Um, I, I think that that reveal of her being a nobody is one of my favorite things about eight. Um, and the whole broom kid at the end of eight, I love the concept that he was going for. It's basically, you don't have to be a part of a family to be a powerful Jedi. Yeah. Which is yeah. also yeah. a message that's conveyed through the prequels a little bit. Like, there are tons of really cool, powerful Jedi in the prequels. Yeah, from and, you across know, from the other, entire galaxy. Yeah, from other material, like Clone Wars and, like, the Knights of the Old Republic. Like, there, like, there are tons of really cool, powerful Jedi that aren't Skywalker blood, you know? And so I, I loved that reveal. Um, I, like, the rumor that I wanted just because I figured that it would get us more time with Ewan McGregor somehow yeah. was Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I was really kind of hoping for that. But when they revealed that it was nobody, I was ecstatic in the theater. I just loved that. And then really in nine, what I love about the prequels is that George Lucas, despite negative critical review from the first and the second, still made the third really good and, and like stuck with it, you know? Whereas this one, I feel like they got a lot of backlash from what happened in eight. And so the studio was like, oh, we have to change all of the decisions that were made. Yeah. And instead of that giving what the fans they want, giving the fans what they wanted, what it did is it made it so that nine made no sense. Yes. And they spent an hour of a two hour and 20 minute movie just retconning stuff that happened in the eighth. Yeah. Um, oh, and, even more than that, honestly. Problem. So much yeah. of that movie is just <laughs> retconning. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And so it, it falls pretty hard because of that. Um, but I, I love Ray's lineage being nothing. And I personally still kind of think of her that way instead of thinking of her as a Palpatine. Oh, yeah. You can headcanon your own crap. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do. True. Yeah. I mean, I think you both have very good answers, uh, being the same. Uh, Niall was so close to being right, though, because the actual answer is a Kenobi. <laughs> think about it. Think about being able to have another fight scene, uh, a Skywalker versus a Kenobi, maybe reprising yeah. Duel of the Fates. Come on. Yeah, and Battle of the Heroes, even. Yeah, yeah and Battle That's of the Heroes. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, maybe have, like, a cool, like, Force Go scene at the end, you know, how they all, like, are talking to her. Like, that was in, in the, at the end of Nine. That was kind of, I don't know. I feel like it, it was a, a lost moment. But right. if just yes. Ewan McGregor's Force Ghost would have showed up, he's like, use the Force, Ray. You know? That, oh, come on. That would have yeah. been awesome. That would have been, <laughs> been cool. so cool. And then plus, I read online somewhere um, that just this idea, the concept of the end of the series being a Kenobi saving a Skywalker from the dark side, that would yeah. have been so rewarding. You That's know? cool. Yeah. That would have been this moment that failed to happen like two times already. Right. Uh, but then like being able to bring it home with, you know, uh, with Ray reaching out to, to Ben and just saying, Hey, you know, like come home with me. And then, Oh, come on. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think yes, I, Canon, I think it would have made most sense to have her be nobody. But I think there would have been a lot to do if she had a Kenobi. If yeah, she I agree. Kenobi. And I think if she if she were to have been anyone, Kenobi definitely would have been my ideal right. um, choice. Because then it would have given something cool to kind of explain in the Kenobi series as well. It would be like, right. oh, okay, well, who did Obi-Wan, like, hook up with or marry during his time on pa- uh, Tatooine? And then who, like, raised parents can still be no one. Like, that's fine. Right. But then... Well, you know, being from Kenobi heritage or whatever. The the thing about the Kenobi heritage, though, real quick, and then we're going to move on to Lucas's question, which I'm also excited about. But with Kenobi heritage, it kind of goes against Kenobi's character because he, especially in the prequels, is kind of the goody-goody Jedi who doesn't break yeah. any rules. And right. the Jedi don't... Um, they're like priests, you know? Like, they yeah. don't... We were all hoping he'd get some, though. He deserves it. He's had a stressful <laughs> yeah. life. Well, I mean, if <laughs> that's true. if you've seen the Clone Wars as well, they they give him a love interest 
Um, yeah, but it's like a flirtation ship, isn't it? Like it's not even. Yeah, a yeah, real... yeah. It's it's not it's not anything yeah. like Anakin and Padme. But I I thought that was like okay, Obi Wan is like a human being with you know human emotions. Right. That's so I cool. like that they I like that, that they did that, and it also means it could have happened again. You know, he could have found some other right. sand reister on on Tatooine. And... <laughs> okay, <laughs> Lucas, Lucas, will you read us your question? I would love to 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 give you my question. If you could change, okay, so we've talked about a lot of things. Well, I think the meat of this conversation is going to come from my question because I have a lot of things that I want to say, but I want you two to go first. Um, So if we end up being a little bit more than a half hour, I'm not going to be opposed to that. Hopefully. Okay, so if you could change any one thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully they can get over it. Um, But if you could change any one thing about the entire trilogy what would it be and why? Just one thing from any episode. You can explain how the repercussions would follow that, but what would it be? Yeah. Um, so mine is somewhat connected to what Jared said, but I would just say the presence of Palpatine in nine altogether. Um, as, as anything outside of like the Sith version of a force ghost, that could have been cool if he appeared that way to Kylo or something. But the idea that I've always had, this is going to be a little bit of a pitch for what episode nine should have started out as. So imagine, imagine that um, it starts out basically the same way. Kylo Ren on some planet killing a bunch of people. But instead of this being random people and him looking for some Sith map, it's a rebel base that he's located. And he's killing everybody hoping to kill Rey because she didn't join him. Um, and she's not there. And so he's mad. You get his theme going. Bum, ba, da, da, da. Oh, no, that's Battle of the Heroes. <laughs> I can't think of his the, theme right it now. It should have been. But <laughs> Battle of the Heroes should be yeah, in there, the too. Witch, yeah. <laughs> it's the ba, 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 ba. Um, so he goes up into his ship, and he starts, you know, praying to Darth Vader's helmet again, as he does. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, help me finish what you started. Oh, no. Did we lose connection for a second? No, no we're still here. Oh, I lost, I lost connection. You guys disappeared. We'll cut this out. Or not. Um, <laughs> but we'll fix it in post. But um, he's praying to Darth Vader's helmet, and he's like, help me finish what you started. I can't finish what you started without Ray or with Ray still here, you know, at which point, boom, you get Hayden Christensen force ghost as Anakin appears to him. And he basically says, listen, I changed. I realized what was happening and I killed Palpatine. Like I turned against that and I, turned to the light, basically, to some degree. And so, by doing what you're doing, you're not finishing what I started. Because I started a change from the dark to the light. At Mm. which point, Kylo... At which point, Kylo Ren smashes Darth Vader's helmet and the Force Ghost disappears. Because now Kylo is so Mm. possessed by his own idea of what he should be doing that even his main inspiration 
appearing to him and speaking to him can't change his mind. And at that point, he goes full bad guy, and he is supreme leader Kylo Ren, and he is the villain of Nine. Okay. And yeah. are they, like, th- going to be actively... F- so they, So then, instead of, like, this race for a map, like, how do you... What, what are you seeing on the rebel side of it? Like, are they just standing against Kylo Ren's um, forces? And- on the rebel side of it, they have located... They've, they caught wind of this attack on their rebel base, right? Um, and some survivor, probably not Rose, hopefully not Rose, we hope she I died in that attack, um, <laughs> has basically said, like, hey, this just happened. Um, they somehow, I don't know, I haven't thought much past the Kylo okay. Ren arc of All it. Right. But what it would be is basically they know where Kylo Ren is at, so they are trying to group together some rebels, not the way that it happened in 9, where it's a big on your left and they all come out of the portals like in Endgame, but it's more of, of like a... <laughs> <Rise of Skywalker. laughs> but Doctor Strange showed up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's, it would be more of like a group together a ragtag team that comes on and tries to take down the ship while Rey and Kylo have a 1v1 face-off. I love it. Yeah. See, so, I mean, I, I only ask because that was also my answer. I, I wouldn't have Pavletine in it at all. Right. I mean, I Pavletine. don't have like a huge... Apple Pavletine should not have been in it. Maybe Gran- <laughs> Granny Smith, but not right. not, not Pavel. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think his presence was just... It was so... Like, like the effect, the presence he had was just a watered-down version of him in the originals, you know? He, yep. He's done, yeah. he's moved, like, we've moved past that. And, and like we were talking about, it's just retconning everything that has happened before. And I, and I don't love hate, clearly. Right. But I think we should have now built a script. Just buckled that down. That does and just, not, yeah, yes. Just commit to it. We shouldn't have. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, remember this? Oh, yeah, that, that, that doesn't matter. Or, or remember this? Yeah. yeah don't, don't worry about that. Like, right. it, it just, like, just committing. It, that's, I'll say that is what should have changed. Yeah, is, I agree. You know, like we've discussed so many times now, is there should have been a roadmap. I don't care if it was one director the whole time, but there should have been a cohesive story. When uh, when J.J. Abrams brought up these questions in the first one, he should have had an answer for them already. Yeah. He should have had a, a way to build to those. And I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know everything behind the scenes, but clearly that didn't happen. And so well, that's they should the... have just taken it out. Made Rey a Kenobi and, you know, just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the dumb thing about Seven is it's like, oh, hey, so actually here's all these mysteries. Ryan Johnson, you can solve them. I don't actually have any plans. Just do whatever the heck you yeah. want. It's like, okay, if he was directing Nine, that would be way different. But he's doing the middle yeah. one of the trilogy, which means there's one coming mm-hmm. after. And obviously J.J. Abrams didn't know that he would be doing that one at the time either. Right, right, man. Yeah, I um, my answer was also <laughs> removing Palpatine <laughs> from Episode Nine because I think should not have happened. <laughs> but I have, I have a, I have another one. Um, but that, um, yeah, I think that is by far the stupidest decision they, they that they made about any of these movies because it makes the original trilogy just invalid. Because it's like, oh yeah, yeah, Anakin's arc, Darth Vader's arc with overcoming his master. It's just like, nope. And a huge thing with the Sith versus the Jedi is that Sith cannot return as ghosts. 
that you have to use the light side of the force. You can't use the dark side right. to come back as a ghost. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, the Sith try and prolong their life as long as possible. And he dies. Like, he blows up. He effectively dies in the same way in Episode 6 as he does in Episode 9. So it's like, how is that any different? Like, why I are we supposed to accept before. his death in 9 versus Episode 6? Especially, and the other thing is... Okay, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about Palpatine before I answer my other... <laughs> Like no, my, I think it's speaks answer volumes. Was, with him, that, that was our answers. It's just, yeah, exactly. It was just like with him being back. It also because he, it's just like Kylo Ren shows up at the beginning of the movie, and it's like I am back because the dark side of the fourth is forces a pathway to la 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 things unnatural. It's like okay, what? Yeah, that is not an explanation. So they in yeah. the expanded stuff that because the thing is. There's a lot of expanded stuff that expounds a lot on the stuff that happens in these movies. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah. most people are not ever going to consume the expanded materials. Exactly. So you can't start the crawl of episode nine with the dead speak and have had yeah. that message <laughs> be in Fortnite the night before. I know, because Fortnite of all that places. That <laughs> is not an accessible medium for people. Most people don't play Fortnite. Most people are not going to have been like, oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for the night before episode nine comes out so I can go on to Fortnite and hear this cool message. <laughs> because that message is canon, and that's the one that everyone <laughs> allegedly hears in yeah. episode nine. And so just immediately, you're off on the wrong foot. And so with Palpatine being back, they're like, okay, he's a clone, basically, is how they explain him being back. And he just, his spirit just moved into a clone. It's like, why would you clone yourself as a reesty old man? Like, just destroyed. Why wouldn't you clone <laughs> yourself as a young person? Because the other thing is to, to get around true, yeah. the obviously disgusting image of Palpatine having had to have had sex at some point because Ray is his right. granddaughter. They say that his right. son, in quotation... <laughs> His son, in quotation marks, is a clone of himself, which is yeah. like, what? If it's just a clone of himself, like, that's as much of a son of Jango Fett as Boba Fett is, so, like, whatever, they've done it before. But why not have just cloned yourself as a young person and put your spirit into that body instead of just this right. gnarled-up, destroyed old man? Like, I get that that's how he probably would have looked if he would have actually survived, you know, falling down a thing, but... Right. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot that I, I could go on for longer. But my, my other answer right. to this question is, if I could have changed anything, it would have been back in 7. <laughs> um, we I would have had a scene with Luke, Han, and Leia all together. And because yeah. I think one of the biggest travesties of having a sequel trilogy to the original trilogy is that there's not one single frame in this entire trilogy that took years and years to make where the original trio are all together and i think if you would have had luke be a bigger part of episode seven you could have had that before han dies they could have all been together on the rebel base and then han could have died whatever you can have still that arc and luke can be a part of it but just the fact that they were able to bring all three of them back and now obviously carrie fisher is dead so they they just can't get that 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 moment is gone there's just no possibility of that and so I think just at some point during the trilogy, having those three be together, share a scene. It doesn't even have to be a huge part of it. Because I get that they wanted to introduce new characters as a part of Episode 7, and I really appreciate that. But I also understand that, you know, they should have understood that the reason a lot of people are returning to these movies is because of how much they like the original trilogy. Right. So. 
All right. Well, um, we're we're a little over on time, but I do want to talk a little bit about some fan question that we got. So we're just going to do a speed round on this one. All right. right? Because this one is pretty easy to do a speed round. Um, First of all, we asked for, we asked our listeners for questions um, and we had a kind of an amazing amount of questions sent in. Yeah, Um, So thank you everybody listening for sending in questions. We're going to keep asking for questions about our, our uh, coming topics. So thank you so much for participating. Um, this one was a question that was asked both by C. Ryle Brown and Cy Robinson. And it is basically, imagine they are going to redo this new sequel trilogy. What director are you putting in charge to write and direct? Like, who's running the new trilogy? Yeah, I'll start. I mean, my question, my answer is yeah. very basic. It's not... Uh... It's not crazy. I, I just think J.J. Abrams should have done all three. I think he was an okay. outstanding choice uh, on the get-go. Like, he, he, he was just, he's great at what he does, and he's a perfect fit. And just being able to have him do all three would make it cohesive. One roadmap, one plan. It's not getting mixed up. I think, I think yeah, J.J. Abrams. Good pick. That That is also my answer, J.J. Abrams. Because I think with <laughs> right. Episode seven. He, okay, so he also started Lost, right? I love Lost, but a huge problem with Lost as well is that he didn't stick around for the entire show, and a lot of the little mysteries and crap that he sets up get don't get paid off in the last season. And it's just like, well, we keep building this world, but we have no idea of how to, like, pay it off or anything. And so I think if he would have come to Disney with a whole three-movie arc, it would have been way better. Still, I still enjoy Episode Eight. But I think if he would have made eight as well, then it would have made eight and nine much more cohesive with episode seven. Yeah. So, and it would have forced him to have a plan from the get go. Exactly. Instead of just Absolutely. setting up questions and dumping them off. Okay, my answer is not J.J. Abrams. My answer, and okay, this is controversial, <laughs> George Lucas. Uh, I want okay. him to just Ooh, still be in charge. Wow. Um, <laughs> With with much more studio oversight and much more capability to do CGI stuff, I think that George Lucas would have done an amazing job. However, the story would have been drastically different from what it ended up being from the very beginning. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Well, have you and seen... And so it's a bit of a gamble. Have you seen there's a book coming out about a yeah. lot of things Star Wars and his original plan was that Darth Maul was going to be the main villain of 7th Yeah, and it was going to be a lot of crime syndicate stuff, and then that all got tossed out. Well, not tossed out. They used it in, like, Clone Wars and in the Solo yeah. movie and stuff like that. But I would have... I, I want to see George Lucas's sequel trilogy. So yeah. that's my yeah. pick. I think... Good pick. George Lucas... Because George Lucas directed four, not five or six, and then the prequel trilogy. And I right. think that he is a good idea guy. Like, I think he has some great ideas, but I don't think he's a very good writer or director. Uh, Well, I think he's a good writer with other people. He's a good co-writer. Because a lot of what made the original trilogy really good was that his wife, Marsha, edited them, and she is a fantastic editor. And he lost... They got divorced between the original trilogy and the prequels. So she was not (laughs) the editor of the prequels. And just... I think we can we'll talk about the prequels another time, but and just with the sequels, happened. 
yeah, it's just there's a lot of things that are frustrating, and I could keep talking, but right. If we could get well, a story by George Lucas, directed yep. by J.J. Abrams, there I you think go. There we Same go. Same cast, we fixed like, it, you guys, because they had a great cast. They really did, and I think honestly, yeah. arguably, yeah. I would say that the dialogue in Episode Nine is worse than the prequels, but it's delivered better. Yeah, because see, they were directed was... better. J.J. Abrams, I think, is a better director than yep. George Lucas, but the writing of the dialogue, I think, is worse. And a few of the times there... in Nine, I was rewatching. I was like, how is this what is happening? How is yeah. this the final movie of the Skywalker saga that yeah. we got? There, there is a line in Nine that I love. This will this will cap it off. Because yeah, we're we'll over. end on this. But cool. There is a line in Nine that I love where, at the very beginning when Palpatine is being revealed and Kylo's talking to him and he's like, I have been every voice and then it turns into Snoke, you have ever heard! Yeah. And then into Darth Vader, <laughs> inside your head. And it's like, that is super cool. I think that concept, <laughs> like, that line is cool, but there's just so many writing problems with like the the lines are so dumb yeah that line is cool but then it also just completely illegitimizes the fact that snoke yeah and snoke uh, was so cool in seven and eight he was so cool they should just buckle down and just had kylo ren as the main villain of episode nine yeah absolutely but um that is that is it those are our questions uh thank you to everybody for listening um, thank you to Blind for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, we cannot... Um, lest we forget Blind. <laughs> <laughs> and remember to follow us on Instagram at the... At, is it just orange.boy.inquiry? Oh, it's the orange.boy.inquiry. If you search it without the, and, the, with uh, the dots, it'll still pop up. Right. And uh, just follow us on there because that's where we do a lot of our um, audience outreach. That's where we ask you guys for your questions and everything. And uh, we'll see you next time.